Hello everyone, and welcome to your episode of Lost in Translation Mon. This time I'll be covering Digimon Ghost Game Episode 40, Spiral Beach. I'm May, and I'm joined by just me and the monsters in my closet. Quinn and Chloe were unable to record. I do, however, have Chloe's notes, which I'll read out before my own discussion. As for Quinn's notes, uh, assuming she's able to join us next time, we will uh, discuss our overall rankings and ratings then. Uh, so yes, uh, just before we get started, synopsis. Hero and Gammon are fighting because Gammon broke Hero's tablet and Gammon won't apologise. Kalmaramon is making things bent and spiralled near this beach outside of Tokyo, I'm guessing. Uh, Hero is, is able to get Jellymon to attack and makes Kalmaramon see the beauty of straight objects with Canon Weissmon once Gammon is able to apologise. And uh, she sees the beauty in straight objects and is turned good, I guess, or something. So now time for my discussion segment. I'll start it off with Chloe's comments. So first of all, we have her highlights and Chloe's requested that I read these word for word. So I'll be doing just that. So highlights, Jellymon sleeping in the jar was very cute. Hard agree, that was probably one of my favourite bits of the episode too. Uh, she then goes on to say, even though Kalmarmon is extra as hell, uh, she loves her energy. Centre of the universe, girl, own that. Next, wow, I really didn't expect them to do another Jellymon doesn't move for someone else thing. I even thought to themselves uh, when Jellymon had said earlier in the episode that just she, Jelly, she, Gammon, and Hero would go. That was a shame we have forgotten that the time really and Jellymon fought together, but apparently we didn't after all. And Chloe wonders if it's significant that only Jellymon has done that so far. Uh, another highlight was Gammon crying. <laughs> because he was so sorry and it was un it was surprisingly touching and yeah I would agree that the apology was really cute there was a lot of cute moments we had the the girl's dog Rin's dog feeling bad for also breaking the tablet and that was really cute and then we had Gammon feel bad that he broke the tablet and that was kind of cute but I guess I'll I'll get to my own thoughts on the matter in my own discussion and uh, then Chloe says it's not the worst and then everything went to back to normal that they've ever done. And Chloe likes that they we at least kept it on theme with the reason for the previous twitching. Calmoramon saw something pretty and decided to make more things be like that. Chloe's lowlights, however, are that they could have even tried to make the parallels between Gammon Hero and the girl and her dog even a little bit subtle instead of having them do the exact same thing. Yeah, hard agree. And I guess this is one of my low lights on the matter is that when the exact same thing happened and because of how Gammon was acting uh, towards Hero, I started to think that there was like a, a secondary Mon of the Week that was just biting tablets because it was the exact same. And I thought, oh, okay, this isn't such a terrible episode. We have a Digimon who, or something, that is biting tablets. And the reason for Gammon being so mean to Hero is not because he's just refusing to say sorry, even though he's done something wrong. He is just upset that he's being blamed for something that he didn't do. However, that was not the case. It was actually Gammon. Gammon was just being uh, rude to Hero because he had done something wrong and was mad at Hero because he did. I don't know. It was. It. I have no idea why Gammon was acting like the, the the hurt party here. Hero didn't even seem that annoyed. It wasn't even like Hero was arguing with Gammon. Hero was just kind of like, 
you, you can't you can't just tell me that you did it. And then Gammon's like, no. And then Hero's like, lol, okay. And then never mentions it again. It wasn't like Hero was being nasty about it. He basically had moved on at that point. But th- 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 that's my negative anyway. Uh, another negative from Chloe is that Espeon seems to be part of the regular crew, at least for a while, or at least that seems to be what the ending is foreshadowing. But also, why, Espe- why did Espeon need to be in this episode at all? Like, sure, he led them to the place when things were getting twisted, but they've definitely gone places because of rumours they found online before. And given the scale and spread of the twisting, it's not like they needed someone intimately familiar with the place to find instances of things that got twisted. And Chloe says that she don't know. Espeon still just kind of annoys her, and it seems unnecessary for him to be in this episode and Chloe's salty that it seems like he's just going to continue being around for a while and yeah it's totally just because it's another tie to Hero's father because we have we can't have like Black Tailmon always existing we have to have another character and that's 100% why this character's here. Uh, Chloe's favourite character was a toss up between Rin and Calmaramon but ultimately Chloe decides to go with Calmaramon in the end. She's a cutie who often prefers things to not be straight much like her says Chloe. And then Chloe says her ratings and rankings. She gives it a 4 out of 5. As for ranking, it's in 19th place, below episode 26, Cannibal Mansion, and above episode 3, Scribbles. We do have a miscellaneous thought, and Chloe has prefaced this with, this is a joke. So Chloe's joke is that it's queer erasure to have made Calmaramon like straight things in the end of the episode. This is not a single straight bone in her body, and did y'all know that squids apparently techni- technically do not have some sort do do have some sort of small internal skeleton because she says that she sure didn't until she went to follow up with not a single straight bone in her body joke with and yes I know that squids don't have bones and she said she decided to then look it up to be safe and boy is she glad that she did anyways she gay that's word for word as well as requested. And then a miscellaneous thought about the series so far is that Chloe has just noticed in the intro that when they do the gangs all here shot towards the end, there's definitely a conspicuous gap underneath Canon Weissmon and Thetismon. Presumably Gulls will go there, will be her guests, and wonder when they'll happen. I'm guessing it'll probably happen, like, when we uh, get to, like, Gulus Gammon, but on purpose, instead of Gulus Gammon is just kind of happening because Gammon's having a bad day. I'm guessing, anyway. Like, the, once we have, like, non-accidental ghoulists is what I'm saying. And then we have Chloe's thoughts on next time on. We have Clown. It seems vaguely interesting, and she says she's not all that into the scary clown carnival motives personally, but it seems vaguely interesting. And yeah, totally I agree there. I don't really have any strong feelings one way or another towards the preview. It looks looks like it could be cool, though. I'm expecting Piedmon, or at least Jokemon or something. So in terms of my thoughts, now that we're done with Chloe's comments, uh, my highlights, and it's I, for some reason I only have a very small amount of highlights. I have one, and it's just a lot of things that were nice to see happen in this episode, such as Hero being able to use Jellymon in battle, but it honestly felt like it meant so little. Then onto my lowlights, something I mentioned during the Chloe's comments, and I, I won't re- just repeat myself or anything, but the fight did feel weird between Gammon and Hero. Gammon was acting hurt despite actually having done something wrong, and it wasn't like he was be- feeling guilty. He just was being really nasty towards Hero. And that's why I genuinely thought that when Rin brought out the tablet and said, oh, the dog bit this, but she feels bad, I was like, oh, it's going to be another Digimon who's just biting tablets. And the fact that it matched up with Gaumon's teeth was just like a red herring. Haha, I figured it out. 
But no, it it was Gammon, and it felt kind of weird. Like I I've always said that my least favorite episodes in any series of Digimon are the fights that the Digimon and their partner human have. But this one just really hit it out of the ballpark with being just unreasonably petty. It's usually, it takes two to tango in these episodes where the two are fighting. This episode did not have, like, Hiro did not seem to care. He did not even mention it after the event. It looks like he got over it straight away, which is totally in line for that character. Hiro does kind of seem like he wouldn't hold a grudge, so that makes sense. It felt kind of weird that Gamamon was being so upset by something that Hiro just has forgotten about. It, like, Gamamon basically got away with it. He didn't have to, I mean, he, like, it's good to apologize if you mess something up. However, Hiro didn't seem that upset about it, and Gamamon was really upset about being blamed for something that he actually did. And again, that would have been a really cool little twist of having the the, the, the twist being that there's another secondary uh, Mon of the Week who is going around biting tablets who just so happens to have the same uh, bite as Gammon does. It just felt weird not to go in that direction, not to have it just be, oh, Gammon was just sad because he was bl- being blamed for something that he didn't do. But he did do it. <laughs> so I don't understand why he's so upset. In terms of Hiro being able to synchronize and use Jellymon, I thought that was nice to bring back. However, not only did they not like address that it really happened, it also felt like it meant less than in the Ruli and Jellymon episode. In that episode, not only is Jellymon able to evolve with this bonding, they actually bond, they have a heart-to-heart. This kind of just happened, and it was so sudden, it honestly just felt like it, it felt like it happened before. It felt like something that didn't mean anything. Honestly, I, I thought it was just, oh, look, we're getting a new attack for Gammon. Oh, wait, no, it's Jellymon. And then, in the end, it didn't even mean anything because she was tangled up and bent anyway because of Calmaramon. It just felt like the writers remembered that they could do that. So they wanted to let you know that they remembered, but it didn't mean anything to the actual fight. Nothing changed because of it. There wasn't even any relationship or any bonding or any heart-to-heart between the two characters like there was with Jellymon and Ruli. It just felt kind of weird. It felt like, oh, it, it honestly felt like this was the second time it had happened, even though it's never happened between Hiro and Jellymon. Maybe the writer's forgot that it was Ruli that did it and wrote it in that way. It honestly felt like that there was meant to be another episode or a bit before it where Hiro and Jellymon realised that they could do this. It felt like just weird placement for them to do it. I'm not sure if it's because, like, some cartoons have, like, the airing order, but then there's, like, chrono- chronological order, which is different. Like, I think Haruhi Suzumiya was like that, but I feel like other cartoons have also come out like that where some episodes will just take place uh, like before or after episodes that haven't aired or what have you. It's weird. It honestly felt like it was just missing an episode, and I have watched it every single week, so I have not missed an episode. So yeah, just some weird things there. That would have been a main highlight, and I guess it kind of was. Like It was nice to see. However, it just felt kind of minor and it just felt like it didn't mean anything and there wasn't any build-up and there wasn't any reason for them to be able to synchronize especially because we last had Jellymon and really do it and they had to actually have a friendship beforehand 
So that felt kind of weird. Uh, and those are my main lowlights. They were, it just felt like this episode had lots of ideas that Ghost Game has established. We also had the Canon Weissmon not able to hold perfect the whole time. Hero wondered how his dad was able to get to Digital World and survive because he remembered the Pokemon said something. It just had a lot of things that the it felt like the writers were just throwing concepts into the script without actually connecting them too much. It just didn't feel like it was super well thought out. It just felt like a bit of a mess. It felt like it needed a, pr- a final proofread just to stitch things together. The resolution felt rushed. We had Kalmaramon just like, oh, I see the beauty in straight things now. Like, I know I know that like uh, Chloe was joking about this, but this was actually genuinely a low light. It just felt kind of so weird. Like, it wasn't even, oh, we talked her out of it. And for a second, when her whole face lit up, I thought that we were actually killing a Digimon. We weren't. We were just showing her that straight things can be beautiful. And that totally works for her. It's it's really weird. It felt like it was such a cop-out as an ending. And previously, in episodes that have cop-out endings, I've at least praised them in the fact that the investigation was good, which is the first part of the episode when we're investigating the rumours. This episode just had us thrown straight into it because Espimon came up and said, hey, uh, I exist, and then a character pointed out that his arm was twisted. It felt like it was just missing so much. Uh, My favourite character... Uh, because I didn't like this episode, was the dog. Uh, And it's actually every dog. There were multiple dogs in this episode. There was the Rin's dog, which was very cute and apologetic. And there was also the Spiral dog. So I'm just going to say dogs in general. I just love dogs. My rating, as you can probably guess, was a zero. I originally had this a 2.5, but the more I thought about it while I was writing my notes, the more, like, thought I put into how I felt about this episode, it dropped, like, by, like, 0.5 every time I came up with something I didn't like about this episode. And, yeah, sadly, I just did not enjoy this episode particularly. It was just, it just felt honestly like it was missing some more things. And, again, I'm gonna say the ghost game problem of there's only 20 minutes to tell this story and it felt like if it had like an extra five to ten minutes I would have enjoyed this episode if we just had a little bit more explanation like maybe there is a secondary Digimon who is biting tablets for some reason because they taste good maybe it's Pulsemon maybe that's a good way to write in Pulsemon from the Vital Bracelet uh, series it's just a, a little yellow Sonic who is electric and feeds off electricity maybe he bites tablets and he thinks they taste good. Roughly the same size as Gammon might even have the same bite. And then we have a reason for Gammon being so upset, despite Hero not feeling like not looking super upset. Like we should have had Hero be more upset. Even that, even though it might be a little bit out of character for him, it's not enough to be unreasonable. He broke something and he's not admitting to it. That's annoying. Anyone would be annoyed. Hero's just being unrealistic in the fact that he's just not reacting to this. We know he's kind of sweet and forgiving and a little bit of a doormat, but even the most doormats get beat up every so often. Even the most doormats do look a little bit dirty, do look a little bit unhappy with being stepped on all the time. I felt like just five to ten minutes being added on, make Hero a little bit upset, make uh, a secondary Digimon who is biting the tablets and it wasn't the dog, it wasn't Gammon, it was just this secondary Digimon and Gammon is upset and he's hurt that he's getting the blame. We wouldn't have that apology moment 
I but that's fine. It wouldn't make sense to have an apology because it actually wasn't Gammon. Maybe have Hero apologize. I don't know. It just felt like it would have been better if it had some more reason for Gammon being just nasty, despite the fact that he actually bit the tablet. Like it's not that he it it wasn't like the sadness of someone who is guilty. It was the sadness of someone who is being accused of something they didn't do. Like he's just straight up ignoring Hero. It it felt just really weird. So yeah, I don't like this episode. It it is in my last place in ranking at the very bottom. Uh, I just I just wish this was better. Uh, on to Postmon Pat. So this is on YouTube for episode thirty nine's comments. We have uh, Danny who says that Bakumon has holy powers. That's why he was able to help the humans because they infected with the virus. And yep, that was pretty cool. Uh, next we have Mystic Digital who says they think the problem with Nomura is a ghost game is an anime. I'm not saying that Western shows have issues with similar characters, but as far as they're aware, it's more normalized in Japan, especially in anime. That doesn't make it okay, obviously. And I don't think any place should get a pass because of cultural differences. Pervy characters are simply unfunny and gross. And yeah, but I feel like I haven't seen that character trope as often. I mean, I know we have like um, the gross grape uh, themed one in My Hero Academia, but he's constantly like He's not treated as, like, a, a good character. He's not treated as well as Nomura is, if that, if that makes sense. But I've don't, I don't see it as often as I did back in the 90s with characters like Brock in Pokemon. Next, we have Narumi, who says they like this episode because we can theorise a lot of things about the future from this episode. They think that Rudamon could be executed in a future episode because he is a friend of Gamamon and they are emotionally attached. This trauma could trigger Gullus Gamamon again. That could be cool. Uh, they said they also want to explain more at the beginning and the power of friendship wasn't so bad because the Digivice V is based on the Vital Brace and it has that functionality. And yeah, I really like how they're using the power of friendship in this series because they have the Vital Bracelet, which is connected to you. So it makes more sense to have the power of friendship in it. Um, I kind of wish that this episode could could have used that a little bit more. Next, we have Lazy Croconaw, who says about the second partner theory, they really hope it's Rudamon for Hero, not only because... Uh, being the only one with Gammon to show them kindness in this episode, but because they prefer giving the potentially dangerous one to Hero and Espimon can be for Kyo or Ruli or either or. Uh, they then say that the episode was good in their opinion. They enjoyed it and they swear that Gukumon's laugh reminds them of Flowey from Undertale and Bakumon being the reset button all the all the time it seems interesting. And yeah, I, I do like that. I'm glad they kind of, like, addressed that. Uh, then finished off to say about Hero being too nice for his own good. They feel like he's got kind of, like, a soft treatment and treat it kind of harsh, because at the same time, Gukumon in an isolated island seems the best way to contain it, since imagine it happened in the city. And yeah, that does make sense, and I guess that kind of did that. Uh, next we have Angel for Squeaks, who explains the, uh, the, the word simp and where it originated from, and says that it's A-A-V-E for someone who invests a lot of time and money into a person who doesn't want them, usually with the expectation that the person would perform some kind of favour to them to make it worth their while. It was invented in, like, 2010 I, they think, so they don't think, not knowing any, uh, it actually ages you. Gen Z was the one that changed the definition, actually, though I've seen a fair amount of people unhappy about that fact. See, that would make sense uh, that I hadn't heard it being from African-American vernacular English. Uh, being Australian, I don't hear any of that uh, at all because I'm in Australia. So that makes sense uh, why I haven't heard it, though... I think it does still age me because I was thinking 2010, I was in my last year of high school then, I think? No, I was in year 11, so the second last year. So I was 17. And that, I'm, I'm actually the youngest 
uh, millennial slash Gen Y. Uh, so that I still feel like that does age me quite a bit, even though I wouldn't hear the the term simp for another five to ten years for it to be used more than just inside America, I guess. Uh, so I, that does still age me, unfortunately, because yeah, I am I'm like one or two years away from being classed as a Gen Z. I'm 1993, which is, yeah, I think it's like 1994 is the cutoff. Uh, so yeah, no, unfortunately that still uh, ages me slightly because I was almost an adult in 2010. Yeah, year 11, so yeah, 17. So I was a year away to being classed as an adult. Uh, so so that, that's, yeah, sorry, that still ages me. Uh, they then say that they did actually expect to see Edgemon again, just because really seems to get the short straw some episodes and ends up not being involved simply because she goes to another school, like in the Betsumon episode. And they say that they were hoping that Edgemon was a sign of something that would likely happen again. They did think this might end with Rudamon becoming Heroes Digimon also, though from the way that Gukimon was described, they assumed this would end with Rudamon giving in to his new nature and them having to do a mercy kill. Yeah, I honestly kind of expected that too. Or for Gulas to show up again because of how freaked out Hero got in the final battle. Now, that definitely show him being overly helpful, having consequences. And yeah, that would have been a lot better. Like, I, I don't... Uh, what did I give last week's episode? I can't even remember. I gave it a... Okay, I, I gave it a 1.5 last week, so apparently I wasn't super sold on it. But I don't remember it being that bad. Maybe it's just, you know, you forget the, the negatives. Maybe I'll forget that this episode was so bad next week. But anyway, yeah, that would have been a better way to finish it. Uh, next we have, uh, Andre point out that we have, like, three episodes with Spider-like Digimon, and yeah, there's a lot of, like, usage of Spider-Digimon in the franchise lately. Digimon Survive, like, the first chapter has a lot of spiders in it, and consistently uses Dokugamon in fights, so lots of spider stuff, uh, especially in, in, in Ghost Game and Survive. Uh, we have, uh, X-N-E-X-G-A-X who says that they haven't watched since the Pump 1 episode and is wondering if the show is picked up at all. They stopped watching because it felt more kid-focused like adventure rather than something like Tamers. Is it any different now? And yeah, I feel like it is becoming more and more like Tamers, but more like the first chunk of episodes in Tamers, if that makes sense. And then we have Donnie Roy, who says, Dude, what? Espeon is literally the worst Digimon design ever. Y'all are nuts. Ha 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 ha. I feel like... I'm the only one who likes Espimon. I feel like Clo both Chloe and Quinn don't like Espimon's design, so I, I don't know what you mean by us nuts, but I, I like Espimon. I've, it took a while, but I, I've warmed up to him. But uh, yeah, those are the, the, the Postmon Pat comments for this week. Uh, thoughts about the series so far? I'm starting to get a little bit uh, concerned, considering um, my bottom Five episodes are from, like, the most recent ones, so going from the very bottom to fifth from bottom, episode 40, Spiral Beach, this week's episode, episode 32, Who Are You? That's the Betsamon episode, episode 39, Contagion Island, last week's episode, the Gukimon slash Rudamon episode, episode 31, Killer Blade, uh, that was the, the Zubamon looking weird episode, and then episode 34, Wall Crawlers, which is another spidery episode. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was the, that was the Geckomon episode, wasn't it? Or Salamandermon or whatever Digimon was in it. But yeah, I, I am getting concerned that I have so many low-ranking episodes so late in the show, which is, I don't want it to get worse. I want to get more, like, five out of fives, but I haven't given, like, uh, I haven't given it since, like, episode 33, Whispers of the Dead. Like, I'm, just, just give me some good episodes. I'm getting concerned. Please, Ghost Game. 
And then next week's episode is episode 41, which is Clown. And as I mentioned, I'm expecting Piedmon or Jokemon. The episode looks kind of creepy. And uh, we've got a bunch of armor Digimon looking like. We've got Flame Wizardmon, who is a Digimon with a Digimental of Courage. Um, Looks like Lynxmon as well. I feel like that's also a Digimon with a Digimental of Courage. I think it might be Tailmon. I can't remember. So yeah, a bunch of cool looking Digimon. Uh, Looks like a Flame Circus. That's kind of cool. So yeah, looking forward to next week's. Hope it's better than this week's. Hope it's better than last week's. Hope that it's it kicks it out of the park. But again, um... Hopefully it's not just like Battle Gammon joins the fire circus. Uh, hopefully it's got some substance to it. Uh, I, I'm kind of concerned. I don't feel. I, I would like some more like little cookie crumbs of plot. I'm. I, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, I need plot. I demand plot. I just want like a little cookie crumb. I don't need it to be like. I don't want all my answers in the next episode. I just would like something just small. And I, I, I'm, I'm not one of those people. Like I've seen a lot of comments on Reddit or Discord or whatever of people just demanding plot, and that's totally reasonable for them to do so. However, I'm not like. I'm not that thirsty for plot. As for the lack of the better word, thirsty. I don't know. I maybe I just need more water. There's water next to me. I'm just like my mouth is dry. So yeah, I, I'm kind of like. I'm not at that point, but I'm starting to be like, give us something. I am enjoying the the monsters of the week if it's good and well written. I, I don't have any complaints, but episodes like this that I don't like makes me just like feel like it would be nice if it just gave me a little bit of plot. If it gave me the smallest amount of plot, I mean, more than just like Hero remembering his dad exists, I, I would have appreciated it a little bit more. But I guess th- those are my thoughts for uh, for this week's episode. Alright everyone, so you can join us next time for episode 41, Clown. Hopefully we're all recording in the same time, so it'll probably be a little bit better than just me yelling at a microphone for like 40 minutes about an episode that I did or did not like. Uh, But hopefully this week's episode wasn't too bad. So if you're watching this slash listening to it on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, etc, etc. I'm still trying to get to 12,000 subscribers by the end of the month. It's looking kind of bleak at this point. I need 80 more subscribers and there's only a few days left. So please, please subscribe if you haven't already and tell your friend, your neighbor, your dog, your hologram that is more sentient and more interesting than the other holograms. And uh, yeah, please do that. So the link dumps link description and so ways you can contact us and stay updated. So you can leave us a comment on this episode on YouTube to join the conversation and also because apparently I'm not I haven't looked super into like the the stats of like engagement versus like how much YouTube like pimps your stuff. But please if you just leave like a comment even if it's just like an emoji or just like hey nice podcast thanks. Um, it, it, it'll, it's some sort of engagement and I'll thumb ups and I'll say, Hey, thanks for, thanks for your kind words or something. Even if I don't read it out, just, just do try and do some engaging. I don't know. And as I said, subscribe, comment, like, whatever the usual, like, like, comment, subscribe. It's your boy, May, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, do, 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 do that, please. And for a full list of ways to find the podcast across the internet, such as YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, and Twitter, head over to linktree slash translationmon. So that's linktr.ee slash lostintranslationmon. Linktr.ee slash lostintranslationmon. If you enjoy this podcast or videos or even just my silly tweets, you can show your support by signing up on Patreon and get some cool rewards and help us hit milestones. So check that out if you haven't already. And of course, thank you to our current supporters on Patreon, Stephen Reeves, 
who is Wild Wednesday 4 on our Kavaroon, Kaidawashi, Chisai, who can follow on Twitter at Chisai236, Niobu, who says you should follow Chisai on Twitter at Chisai236, Lizmet, who is Lekman on Tumblr, Nicholas, Emery from Gone All Hunting, a Hunter x Hunter Rewatch podcast, Rewatch. I don't know why I stumbled over saying that. Magnus, Lucas, Jasonmon05, Patrick, Jason, Great Nuki, Shelby, Digital Hazard, who is on Twitch at The Digital Hazard, Dedicated Gazi, Lemist, Michael, Teropimon, and Vimon Tamer. And of course, you can also make a one donation on PayPal, which can be found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash Erdramon. You can also donate to me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com slash Erdra. And that's it for this week's podcast. So as I said, like, comment, subscribe, etc, etc. And of course, I'll see you on the next one. Bye!